Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast where casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Today's episode is the third installment in our Road to Terminator Genesis series, in which the Terminator franchise takes a significant plunge with Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Obviously, spoilers for the entire Terminator franchise abound. I just want to say, first of all, that was one of the worst Blu-rays I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I where'd mean, you get that thing, Patrick? <laughs> At the DVD you store. Get that thing? <laughs> I got I got all of them for Christmas. It was very disappointing because the T two <laughs> one we just watched was really good. Well, of course. What does it matter where he got it? As if <laughs> different sources have different Blu-ray qualities. Yeah, yeah maybe well, I like, don't know. Like maybe there's like one. I don't know. He got <laughs> it on the streets outside <laughs> yeah. of his apartment. That honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. If he was like, I got it from a Korean vendor. <laughs> <laughs> it was from Amazon. It was awful. Why it do you associate Koreans with poor <laughs> Blu-ray quality? I just They're meant, known for I it. I meant them as an archetypal sort of foreign bootlegger. <laughs> sure. That's you know the I mean? bad Koreans. Yeah. <laughs> well, Those terrible I, northern I Koreans. I didn't necessarily yeah. mean anything pejorative by the nature of the bootleg. <laughs> if it was a bootleg, it would be impressive. But this is an actual... Proper release. It, was our, it mm. might. It may have been one of the worst-looking Blu-rays I've ever seen in my it life. Was, it was pretty bad. It was. It had so moments cool. where it really dipped. Yeah. It was bad. It's like yeah. there's scenes that they said, "I don't want to do the work on this." Yeah. <laughs> We're just not even going to transfer <laughs> this photo rendering. We'll just, you know, <laughs> copy paste from the DVD. But yeah. you know, James Cameron, he's all concerned about the technical stuff. That's why T2 looks so good. He ain't going to put no. He he's got that spidey sense going off when a Blu-ray of his is about to come out, and he has yeah. to go in there and upconvert <laughs> everything. And he had he had yeah. clearly washed. And the his fourth hands one looks T3. good. <laughs> this one was just really bad. Well, the fourth one was made in 09, so it's it best be. Yeah, yeah they got no no, no excuses. Excuse. Yeah. All right. Well, th- this Blu-ray. was the worst. This is the worst one. T three is sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta be honest. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, it's just a I, bad movie. I I remember. It being worse though, watching it just now, <laughs> I feel like I enjoyed it more than I did really? originally. I think that maybe my expectations were low going into it, and so I was Dang. excited to see that there was some redeeming quality. It had some it. moments. It had some fun moments. Yeah, that the chase scenes—they're fantastic. The big crane that was great. It was that was long. It was like really? a good like twenty minutes. I remember. Like. So I'm having the exact opposite experience <laughs> of you guys because I remember when it came out and I was so excited that there was a new Terminator movie yeah. that no one could convince me it was going to be yeah. bad. I was like, "Screw all you guys! This is going to be awesome." This, this came out in 2003, so yeah. I was I was in high school, my sophomore year, I guess. I remember coming out. I remember being really excited. Yeah, yeah I was. Nine, I was. It was exciting. Yeah. It had been. And what did we say earlier? T2 was 91. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So this is over a decade later. Yep. You're like, oh my gosh, a new Terminator Finally. movie. Ar- and Arnold's going to be yep. in it. So, yeah. And, you know, I remember hearing or understanding James Cameron wasn't going to be involved and thinking, well, that's kind of scary. That doesn't sound good. But well, he did some he stuff. Yeah, he right? was still with involved the, with to the some characters. Degree. He wrote the he wrote characters. Yeah, he, he, he has wrote a writing credit. For two yeah, movies. he got a writing he credit. He gets a writing credit because he came up with the characters. Oh, it's okay. one of those based on characters created by. Oh, okay. But he wasn't okay. He wasn't <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't make that up. Well, That's the uh, truth. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Nothing, James Cameron. He didn't have anything to do with it, and I'm thinking, oh, that's that's weird. Do you think he was making Titanic at the time? What, nah, what year did Titanic, Titanic come out? Titanic been out for ages. Yeah, that was no. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I yeah, can Titanic think of. Didn't come out I can oh, Titanic was 97. Yeah, you think he was just rolling in his money from Titanic? Nah, he was just. 
He's like, I'm good. Watching Pocahontas and thinking, unobtainium. <laughs> He's watching Fern Gully and thinking, exactly. I could do something with Stop this. It. Yeah, there's some stuff here that I could purloin. So anyway, I remember seeing it in 2003 and being so ex- I was riding a wave of my own excitement and uh, and then even watching it. Somehow, it wasn't like I was fooling myself and I was aware of it. I fooled myself successfully. I sat through it and I was like, yeah, that was awesome. And everyone <laughs> was going, really? Because it seemed pretty bad to me. And I was like, no, y'all suck. That was great. Arnold was in it. It was a Terminator movie. Yeah, Arnold yeah. made it exciting. Yeah. And I think I saw Thank it once when it first came out on DVD again. And I remember thinking... Oh, maybe I <laughs> thought it was better than it was, but I still was kind of into it. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, it's a Terminator. And movie. so all these years go by. We just sit down and watch it. Then after just having watched the Terminator and then T two, and God, that thing sucks. Yeah. It really sucks. I mean, yeah, I think compared I think to the other two, yeah, of course yeah, it does. I think that it's kind of like the first couple. It's a product of the time it was made in. Yeah. So the eighty four version was very eighties. Yes. And mm-hmm. the 91 version was very early 90s. Very That's true. Early 90s. So this 2003 version just tried to throw in a lot of 2003 humor and action <laughs> expectations. Is this why you defended Talk to the talk Hand to the when hand. it happened? Yeah. That was, that, just, that that was, was one of the part worst of the moments. Yeah, they, they, they threw in so much silly humor with yeah. the naked Schwarzenegger walking into that. Ladies night. ladies night yeah and the the male stripper says talk to the hand so he grabs it and he talks to it <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, like a robot somebody to talk to his hand yeah. right i think i was cheering for that talk to the, the hand was big in 2003 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talk to the hand was huge yeah, was. that's how the people that's why they went to see it talk <laughs> yeah. to the hand. i heard <laughs> talk to the hands and <laughs> talk to the hand makes a guest appearance there's a cameo oh lord <laughs> Talk to the Hand came and went in like five minutes. I'm convinced its time was over by the time they were shooting that thing. Someone was on set being like, we should have him say Talk to the Hand and they come back later. All the kids yeah. were saying it. I'm sure the kids were just loving that. Oh, the it's bad. Everything it about it sucks, I think. I really don't like it anymore. Not and even the, the action scenes or the, the special effects are a lot better. Well, yeah, because the the action scenes are just shoehorned into just nothing. There's yeah. no story in this. <laughs> there movie. Is. But but don't you, you have the first movie where Arnold's the yeah, bad guy. yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> first movie exists. But then you have the second one and they flip it and they do something completely uh, different. Yeah. And then the third one is just a rehash of the, of the second, second one. one. It's the same thing again. I know, yeah. but... And it, and, and they, it's such a force. They're like forcing everything to happen the same way. It's like, okay, Arnold has to end up in a biker bar at the beginning or like a kind of a different play on yeah, the biker bar. Yeah, I think bar. that they were trying yeah. to do that on purpose. I know, and it's so... They thought it'd be funny to throw in Ladies Night and oh, make him wear so those stupid. ridiculous so like, star hey, glasses. you all think that, you know... All the those sunglasses oh, yeah, shaped... Those Elton John's sunglasses. It plays sunglasses. with sunglasses shaped like stars. Gah. It plays like a bad parody of yeah. yeah. T2. It does. And even the way that... Um, and I, full disclosure, I actually like uh, Arnold quite a bit. If I haven't said that enough in these podcasts, I think let's will all pick up on let's it. all stop and let's all acknowledge how much we love Arnold. Yeah, well, yeah. Arnold's fantastic. Yeah, this is like watching you know Hugh Jackman play Wolverine. Oh my! Some yeah, of those movies as aren't good, but you watch it cause as an action hero. Yeah. Arnold is without peer, and I just really enjoy him, even as a, a just a presence on screen. Yep. Patrick I, has a poster of him on his wall, in his living room. 
He's one of my heroes. When you walk into Patrick's house, it's what you see is Arnie Sherman. And I of his family's home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his with, wife and with his, his daughter. Infant daughter. Look up and they see a there photo. There are more pictures of Arnie on Patrick's wall than there are of his child. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really true. <laughs> he's only winning by one. Hey, he's still winning. <laughs> but, and, and Tyler has adapted a catchphrase for when you just see Arnold in his element, which is best feeling best feeling <laughs> uh, yeah anytime you come across a great photo of arnold schwarzenegger we we text it to each other with the hashtag best feeling <laughs> so all that to say love arnold it, but in this movie i felt like even arnold was playing a parody of himself he was yeah. over so over campy. yeah it yes. was campy it yes, felt like he was, was overdoing campy. but campy was work. big in 03 look at look at and Look campiness. at Mr. Freeze. Am I right? That's, was that was that, was that 2003? <laughs> that was it was prior. That was yeah, prior. Was to prior. Only, a, only a little. You can't bit quit. Bl- <laughs> quit blaming everything in this movie on the year. 2003 wasn't I was, that bad. I was thinking. Uh, was remember those those up. electric globes that you put your fingers on and the like lightning static balls. What did, what were those called? We. Plasma balls. Plasma globes. <laughs> globes. They still balls. sell them at Spencer's, right? Static balls. Spencer's, <laughs> is Spencer's a thing? Yeah, man. Spencer's is? is that terrible, yeah. like, novelty. No, I mean, I know what it was. It yeah, is it's it still, still a thing. A thing? Yeah, yeah, it's still, still a thing. The they have giant ones at Science They have one at the Clackamas Mall. You can go see the balls of the Anyway, those plasma globes with all the weird bolts of electricity, that's definitely what influenced the time travel in the first couple. And so, like they sure. just—they just said, "Let's make this our time travel thing," because all the kids love these plasma globes, and they'll <laughs> love. They'll, love they'll sell them off the shelves, man. <laughs> That's your toy tie-in. No, like the no, no, no. they're not selling with... Terminator plasma globes. I'm saying that, like, Arnie's they use the, the effects. They use the effects from that in the movie, so the people know, would be man. like, "That's awesome." I don't know, man. I think you're but thinking the, they're like, the "What talking to hands." It's, it was Ladies it was night. it was white hot technology at the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait at the first like 1984. Yeah, or? in 84 and okay. 91, oh, okay. kids so kids were Tinkers loving that plasma so thing. So they were they used it. It influenced that that special effect in the movie. Uh, I think he's got a point. Yeah, and that, in 03, that's seamless. They they didn't have as much of that plasma globe effect. So instead, because kids threw were in, cynical, now. they threw in talk to the hand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you. I mean, they gotta appeal sure, to the kids. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what was up with the title? Um, I, I felt like the machines, machines didn't the really machines. rise. <laughs> rise. They got turned on room. and they like rolled around for a second, <laughs> yeah. but they didn't really. Like, hey, no, man, that was that one. These machines, man. Well, hey, actually, that brings us to an interesting point. They were rising. The the sexuality of the Terminatrix. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The sexuality of this female Terminator was overplayed to the point of, I mean, we can keep calling it campy all day long. That was part of it. Yeah, they threw in a female Terminator. Oh, it was just ridiculous. There's there's expanding boobs. If you you haven't seen the film and you're... You're not ruining an awful lot, but you're right. listening to this podcast. So I'm just going to tell you, there's a scene where she inflates her breasts after having seen a Victoria's Secret billboard. To try so and get out of, uh, I try and distract the <laughs> cop. So I, like to think, I like to think it's a commentary on the way media <laughs> influences 
you know, women to have these unrealistic. <laughs> 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 no, dude, it's because they were trying to get bros to see Terminator they Three. They just wanted, yeah, they just wanted to throw in a naked girl at the yeah, beginning. Exactly. They said, "What's better than naked? <laughs> what's what's better than a naked Arnold Schwarzenegger? Nothing. A, a naked woman. Nope, they were wrong alongside though. him. Yeah, okay, both ends. And then they threw in the inflatable boobs just to get sure. people laughing. Yeah, they threw. Oh in yeah, so that was such jokes. a. It was a yeah. gag. Yeah, yeah. but the ga- gag, you know, the gags in the first couple of films dated though they may be don't betray the tone of the movie right you know what i mean they're like gags that exist within that world the the idea of the t-800 learning to smile and smiling when he picks up the minigun that's not a huge stretch and it's really charming to see it in the movie yeah arnold's hand talk to the hand and boobs inflating and stuff like it's just like what are we doing why are we here and that's in the first five minutes of the movie right You know what I'm saying? This yeah. thing starts bad and it just yeah. keeps on sucking. It just sucks right down. <laughs> yeah. After spending all that time with the the female Terminator, it made me miss Robert Patrick, the T-1000. The yeah. T because the T-1000 it's is scary. Terrifying. This thing never is is even frightening. It, it just no. seems goofy. Just right. creepy. I, I see what creepy, they're doing. All of a sudden, he can, instead of just making knives... She can make guns because she's right. right. She's so the the there's but it just improved, yeah, like and improved technology. Good. We were talking right. about that during the movie. She has a endoskeleton underneath right. liquid metal. Underneath liquid metal, and we're like, why would they do that? But then we figured it must be so she can form weapons and yep. saws right. and stuff yep. with that skeleton. Yeah, because the T1000 was only able. They were very clear about it. Only able to fashion yeah. stabbing devices. Right. Yeah. And he did that very effectively. He the heck out of everything. Was just I tell you what, though, the T the T one thousand would have recovered from that explosion at the end of this film. Right, he wouldn't yeah. have had to tear yeah. his legs off. And that's crawl what he had, after. That's what right. he had going yeah. for him that the Terminatrix didn't. <laughs> is indestructibility, yeah, near right. indestructibility, yeah. and that's what made him kind of scary because yeah. it's like, oh man. You yeah, know, I've I seen know. Robert Patrick in real life. <laughs> right. Well, tell us about this. <laughs> that. Right. Great. Was it right after Remember, you saw Sinbad? <laughs> <laughs> no, now that you laugh, but it's happened. That's happened twice. I know. Sinbad and I, we go way back. Does, did he tell that story in the Christmas episode? I sure, Sinbad story. I'm sure I have. I oh, tell yeah, that. I tell that Sinbad story as often Whenever as I can. Whenever he can. I mean, well, are we going to hear about Robert? Oh, the Robert, right? Yeah. The T1000 story. Yeah. I was watching Wayne's World recently. You know, he had that cameo mm-hmm. where yeah. he pulls over. Have you seen this boy, Wayne? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. My my situation with the T-1000 was nothing like that. <laughs> okay, that's a relief. <laughs> he wasn't dressed as a cop looking for John Connor. No. <laughs> I saw him standing outside of a roller coaster at Six Flags. He was waiting for someone to get off, I think. He was holding a photo of a boy <laughs> asking you. <laughs> 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 so when you said it was nothing like that, you meant exactly like that. <laughs> Did not uh, no, he was just standing there waiting for someone to get off the ride, and I walked past him, and I caught the corner of my eye, and it freaked me out. And then I kept walking, and I turned around and said, "Yeah, that's definitely." Can you say you saw someone else like pursue him? Uh, as I was standing there watching him, you know, really having he really was a great part of that day. I was riding roller coasters all day, and he was a highlight. There you go. Uh, I was standing there watching him, and people went up and got an autograph. Did that make you say, "Oh, maybe I should"? No, I just you know you I, I keep my cool, cool around celebrities. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get starstruck. <laughs> At yeah. that same Six Flags, Jamie Kennedy cut in front of me in line. All right. Really, man! What a day! What a what wild a, what time! A six Did you ask for his autograph? No, no, that was on a water slide. It was I the see. next day. You know, his brother, the T1000's brother, is the one-man band Filter. 
Did you know that? I didn't. You remember that fun, band about taking the fact. taking the picture? Anyway, T one thousand. He's great. It's uh, in the way of T one thousand. It's amazing <laughs> that he can be recognized a decade later for that role. Yeah, he's great. Anyway, he's, he's great. He's fantastic. Did, did this he girl seem like he him. was turned on <laughs> as a machine <laughs> <laughs> on the rise? I f- when that came out, I feel like there was a lot of talk about uh, during T 2s uh, fame and notoriety. People really loved those kind of futuristic, dystopian, yes. war torn future stuff. And then there was all this talk about, wouldn't it be cool if there was another Terminator movie? Maybe this was only in my own circles, but people would say if there was another well, Terminator movie in your own mind to see <laughs> to see that future like a movie that took place entirely within the context of that future. Right. right. So then when they announce like, oh, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, you're like, oh, this is it. This movie right. is going to be gonna that, be that the future. Start of the war. Instead, it's nothing. It's an, they're, not, they're trying to do another road trip movie, and it just sucks. And, and another thing, let me say this. It's ugly to look at. I like th- about the first two movies, dated though they are, that they do a lot with their like sets and the lighting, and they, yes. they create vibes, and it's really moody, especially T2. It's like yeah. the color palette is blue and red throughout, and it's right. dark, and then... Even when they spend time out in the desert in New Mexico or whatever it is, uh, you get a real sense of like being there. You know what I mean? In their in their travel across the the scope yep. of the movie. Yeah. In T three, they're always just stuck in these harshly lit California exteriors. So I think Arnold famously like paid some of his own money to keep the production in California because he was running for governor. So when did he become governor? I don't know. Maybe that was part of his. He didn't do any flicks while he was governor. Right, uh, he did collateral damage thing. after this, so it was okay. still a ways away. Yeah, so he was already. I mean, he was already doing the the politician stuff. Right. That's uh, a freebie. But it does it. It's uh, like you're. I don't know. You're in a forest in a graveyard and on a campsite, and then and in, in a bunker and crap. In the back of a truck, driving through the desert, and it's all just. There's no mood. Sandy. There's no vibe. No. Yeah, but the desert. It seemed like there was a lot of references to the first couple like they're in the desert a lot in t2 right yeah. you went on the road a lot you wondered if the just the opening shots of john connor on the motorbike is the same road S- same road from t2 mm. yeah and they f- the bridge that he's under from t1 is the one yeah where his mom and so it seems like they Lisa tried to to recreate a lot of the scenes from the first two but they didn't do as well no you just don't the they don't feel like anything they don't right. evoke anything because there's no story to the prop them up on yeah sarah connor's gone because linda hamilton didn't want to be in this thing yeah edward furlong didn't want to be in this thing so you got a new john connor and he's not like awful or anything but (coughs) i remember at the time thinking man edward furlong is such a jerk why wouldn't he just be in this movie it'd be so much better and then i'm thinking he brought probably because he saw the screenplay right he read it it and went no i'm all right and he didn't have anything else going on i'm assuming i don't know actually edward Forgive me for being ignorant. Right, but there was a story about I love Detroit Rock City. Arnold was the (laughs) highest paid actor at the time for this movie, right? Yeah, and I don't know how true this is, but I remember at some point hearing or reading that uh, Arnold was super bummed that his buddy, James Cameron, didn't want to do the movie. Yeah. And James Cameron was like, look, man, I won't be mad. You go do it, and you just ask for all the money you can freaking ask for. (laughs) So he's like, all right. That's awesome. And I looked it up. This was his last starring role before he became governor. Which was what year? I don't know. 
<laughs> so he paid. So okay. he paid. Stay tuned for another no one, minute and a half. He, he what does that have money? to do with looking at the internet? <laughs> <laughs> he paid the money to keep it in California so that people would vote for him. Oh, those so he machines were so turned yeah. on. Yeah, they were. They just rised right up. <laughs> those, <laughs> those early Terminators, I gotta say, we really come a long way. Those were, those, just those, those Rodneys, those roadkill Rodneys. Rodney. Yeah. I was thinking that when they inevitably throw back or forward to the war against the machines forward. and they have like robotic soldiers you know yes. stomping on right. sk- skulls, skulls and stuff yeah. why are all of the soldiers the same model as Schwarzenegger the T-800 the T-800 yeah why are they all that model and not like the T-1000 or the probably, TX they're probably the infantry and then no, they no, have like the, uh, the yeah, we're seeing the point of the war the where they were the highest developed. When yeah. you when you all see right. that shot of all the CG, you know the naked CG T eight hundreds. Yeah, did you miss the stop motion puppet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was, was challenging for some <laughs> jittery. Even even robot. more if a self aware AI started designing robotic soldiers, why would it create them in the form of humans? Yeah. They should just be spinning blades to make them more They're effective. But hu- so you hu- think the human form is like the human form is perfection pathetic of- when it comes to like just mass destruction. Like you could just make oh my giant gosh. balls of razor blades that <laughs> explode Stop. everywhere. Stop! You were worried. You were too tired for this. <laughs> you are. I, I gotta you confirm. I've, I've had you, enough sleep. You actually fine. just suggested to, to Cyberdyne <laughs> systems to make a giant <laughs> ball of razor blades. That would kill humans more than one stop motion. Puppet. If these no, robots are capable of constructing any anything. kind of robotic soldier they wanted, why did they just why match the human form? A dog. Because they, could also they hold a gun. he confirmed in this movie that the T eight hundreds are primarily designed for assassination missions. That mm, they look true. like. Because yeah. remember, there's that scene in. Uh, in the Terminator where they start to talk about they they started getting better at building machines and they made them look like humans and we couldn't spot them anymore. Right. Because they were like the older models were clunky where they were easy to spot. Yeah. And then they have that flash forward scene where Kyle Reese is like coming back from a mission to the right. underground uh-huh. chamber the and some dude barking. just walks in yeah. and then he pulls out a gun. Right. So that, that's that's why. But all of the soldiers that are actually engaged in the battle like marching towards humans, they, none of them have that flesh covered. Well, yeah, because they don't need it unless they're going to go back through unless to assassinate people. So, yeah. and then we know from okay. this movie that they're right. assembly line manufactured. So, okay, but did, how much of this movie do we even have? That to answered my question. How much right. do we have to acknowledge? <laughs> yeah, so shut up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm convinced. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> I'm convinced. All right. Okay, cool. Do we? Yeah. Great what, job, what's guys. next? I kind of like to think that of this movie is not happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Why didn't you he do the Ace Ventura thing where he caught the bullet in his teeth? <laughs> oh, God. What yeah, came out first, Ace Ventura or the Ace Ventura did? Ace Ventura did. Do it like a Which It didn't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't it hurt his teeth at all? Because he, he went, it, hit he, the back of his mouth. He caught it on the roof and of his mouth. And he spit out a dry bullet that barely had a spot of blood on it. Well, is it inside of his mouth covered in flesh? Well, there's there's yeah. a tongue. Do we ever get talk. a good look at it? Yeah, yeah. there's a tongue because that weird freaking TX licks up people's blood. Yeah, that was time. weird. <laughs> licking, licking. Up I said that's another thing. It's blood. like, it's a, it's one thing if they want to say like, oh, she can lick blood and then do a DNA analysis. I'll buy that. 
She you know, I'll suspend my. It. Yeah, but why does she have to do it like she's all sexy? Is it because <laughs> licking blood is so Hercules, hot? Hercules, <laughs> so Hercules, two thousand three. It might have been. Yeah. <laughs> might have hey, they're playing the two thousand three sensibilities. <laughs> like, we don't know. In two thousand three, man, it was pre machines rise. Licking blood was hot. Twilight. People weren't burnt out on vampires yet. Yeah, I wasn't into it. It wasn't, and then wa- while we were wa- watching it this time, I forgot a lot. the licking blood, yeah. and then she sees that uh, you know gauze, the bloody gauze uh-huh. on the ground, and uh, I'm like, well, then you better be consistent and and lick that gauze, and sure enough, she did. <laughs> she but then yeah. when she realized it was John Connor's blood, she had this look like, of surprise, elation on I her mean, face. Yeah, why surprise. is this robot expressing <laughs> emotions? Yeah, it didn't John know Connor. it, it couldn't process. It was overload. Yeah, there's a couple times where she smiled yeah. at Schwarzenegger. I'm like, what yeah. are you doing? See, what, what I'm into in T2 is they have a scene where they explain that he's a learning computer. So if there's little personality quirks that come along the way that he's been exposed to, then that makes perfect sense that he would pick up and adapt those. Even the yes. T-1000 who like kind of wags his finger um, at the end of the movie when you think he's about to get wasted. That was I was like oh, I, c- I can buy that he's like been around and doing enough at sure. this point that he's learning things. Uh-huh. But from the get go, she's doing weird stuff. And it's this was was this even an actress? Wasn't she like some Olympic swimmer or something like that that just ended up being in a movie? Yeah, this was her first. She was a model or something maybe. What, where did I so get? They, Olympic they chose swimmer? her for sex appeal, not for right. actual performance. Well, she ability. has what? She like has three three lines of dialogue. Yeah, she just says people's the first names. Twenty five. I guess they assume that you don't need to be a good actor to portray. A robot. Yeah, but that they they'd be wrong. Because Arnie does it so well. Yeah, she was he a does. model. She was a model. She was a model. <clears throat> now you say you'd rather forget this film, but I yeah. I actually appreciate. No, <laughs> oh, you're good. At a at, at whatever height planes fly. <laughs> Thirty thousand feet, thirty-five thousand feet. Stop yeah. this podcast, man! It's <laughs> much, much like the movies. Uh, this is the worst podcast. <laughs> the and, no, this is. I'm having a great time. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. So, thirty thousand feet. You're looking at this story, like Judgment Day is inevitable, which is somewhat conflicting with the message of the first couple. It's completely but conflicting. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. it's, it's but night they're and still day. propelling the story forward. And where we end in that 1960s bunker, watching nuclear war yep. take place. I'm thinking this is this is actually pretty interesting. I'm I'm not hating this. <laughs> oh, that's what you were thinking? <laughs> I'm not I'm not hating this right now. <laughs> They're moving the story forward. I yeah, know they created a third one just to make money, but the, the I thought that the story minutes the, were all right. The larger <clears throat> meta narrative of it it was, it was interesting. No, I disagree because and here's why. <laughs> It may not surprise you to find I'm going to explain myself. The thing is, <laughs> the thing is, there were a few little uh, story elements that I thought were kind of clever, and they were totally wasted. Like the, I mentioned while we were watching it, this idea that um, the reason this particular T-800, which is obviously not the same T-800 right. from T-2, which yep. ends up in the, you know, the steel. Yep. This one got sent back in time after having killed John Connor in the future. Is right? this the same robot that killed him in the future? Yeah. Yeah, he says. His wife killed him. I, yeah, he's like, I can't take care of After being killed, he's dispatched somehow. And I did it. And then... By her. Uh, Claire Danes. Claire she's, Danes she's reprograms yeah, it. She's great. She's the highlight so She the becomes film. Bryce Dallas Howard in the, in the next movie. So she get Or Jessica Chastain. <laughs> which is it? <laughs> 
Claire Danes <laughs> reprograms him, sends him back in time to protect him. I thought, oh, that's actually pretty clever, and, and that's nice to see them play on the whole, like, he was in the beginning, he was supposed to be this horrifying figure, the Arnold's T-800. But it, it unfolds in a kind of clumsy bit of dialogue in an RV right in the middle of a story that you don't care about so yes. it feels like a waste but the whole thing about uh, Terminator 2 that was so great and that they even mention again in T3 is this no fate but what we make is not just the cool catchphrase that you carve into the picnic table that's like th- it becomes the or spirit becomes your epitaph on your right. grave on yeah your, on your grave. so it was on Sarah Connor's coffin that actually that she wasn't in she missed out on hanging out in that coffin, but look like a nice coffin. This bulletproof coffin. Yeah. Now there, now it becomes Final Destination. It's like, well, you can put it off, but it's still, yeah. it's still coming around to yeah. get you. And so they can make more movies. Well, of course, and that's the only reason why. Which I, I, right. This and this is where we get to Road to Genesis. This is what concerns me because I'm worried. I know that you know when you're dealing with time travel and this concept of like. Uh, you know, cybernetic organisms and stuff. Sure. sure, there's lots of concepts you could explore in that. Are they going to have a good? Is there a good story left to tell using uh, these characters? Because well, isn't for isn't Genesis? It, it's yeah. obviously within the same universe, but the idea is, and I don't know a lot because I deliberately have avoided all the spoilers. That it that they go, <coughs> excuse me, further back and basically completely invalidate everything up until this point. Right. Yeah, I think so they're doing like a split timeline. Yeah. Type <laughs> of a lot of movie franchises have been doing that. Star, right. Star Trek did that. And I think that all these other franchises like a, are like looking a at that. Yeah, they're looking at that and going, oh crap, we could do that too. Yeah, hold on. There's some money to be made yeah. in that game. But if they do that. It's such a cop out there because at any points, oh, they could do a few movies and then we'll just start over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I don't so think they're doing that. I think that they're going to try to try to deliberately weave that into right the idea of cuz there are shots I mean that's a real that's from a the first one at least I know I saw yeah. a shot in the teaser there was yeah. stuff from the original terminator right so i mean in i'm terribly ignorant in this but i know that in the realm of like physics and stuff there is space for like s- split timeline or or parallel universe oh, yeah. theories and things like Absolutely. that so it wouldn't be like that outrageous for them to say Oh, we've screwed around with it so much that now there's like disparate timelines, especially yeah. if this whole notion of like the the future is not entirely settled is true of the movie, the yeah. fictional universe of the movie, and it right. should be. That's why I don't like the like the k- perpetual rebounding of Judgment Day. Right. If Judgment Day was yeah. averted in two, then let it be averted. Right. You he know? speaks. In, in absolutes, in this third one, that Judgment Day cannot be avoided. Right. And it's like that totally conflicts with right. your open view of destiny and fate in the first two. Right. Yeah. Right. The the theme should have been the how they kept saying in part two how it's our nature to destroy ourselves. So even though they postpone or stop Judgment Day in part two, humans are going to find a way to yeah. completely right. destroy ourselves. That would have been a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. Patrick. Which and you they do. S- they still do reference at the end. They yeah. do, yeah. Right. That's true. He you says the s- weapons that we created to protect ourselves right. became ours. I only Jeez, know what yeah. the Terminator taught me. Yeah. No, you don't. You know a lot more than that. You yeah. went to school. You had a mom. <laughs> the Terminator wasn't around for like. <laughs> you spent like three years three total days. Yeah, exactly. He was on a construction three, crew. Twenty-four hours. Yeah, yeah, you know how to like. You know a lot. Dig more a ditch. He was hitting that rock. Tell you. We know how they to waste a beer by dropping it in the canal. You can still <laughs> do cool the shot, the Cyberdyne thing 
Because it, in my mind, it makes way more sense for Cyberdyne to be an inevitability, or at least something like an inevitability, than it does for Judgment Day in particular. Yes. Because as long as that that technology and the possibility for it is out there, some corporation is going to be changing, chasing, right. chasing after it. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. And they, but it doesn't have to necessarily always play out like Judgment Day. Couldn't it look like I don't know some kind of minor skirmish <laughs> somewhere or? Right. Is or anyone listening to me? This is great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or just even like a slower rise of the machine. <laughs> no, man, that's not how the machines go. You, you put Barry on, on the play. You put yeah. Barry They're White going. on. <laughs> exactly. Light some candles instead of nuclear warheads. You just take your time. Yeah. We definitely rewrote this movie much better. Yeah. yeah I mean <laughs> we should have a writing credit, not James Cameron. I wasn't I wasn't even trying that hard. I could probably come up <laughs> yeah, with something. If I actually sat down and wasn't sleep deprived. I really hate that scene where they wrestle in the bathroom and hit each other with urinals and yeah. stuff. Not great. Yeah. It looks the first time I saw it I thought it was cool because you know, each movie you get to see a better special effects version of what these right. yeah. things could be. You, there's no denying the special effects were a lot better. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Hey, he was but sometimes they use CG where they d- they shouldn't even use CG like because they're just realizing they have the capability to do things yeah. they couldn't do before. Oh, like this, this shot will be so much easier if we just do it on a green screen. Yeah, the dangling, head. nearly severed T-800 head. Yeah. Is like That looks awful. Yeah. Which would have been very easy with a practical effect. Yeah. Get out the fake head from the <laughs> first yeah. They love that fake <laughs> head. You know someone's got there in their, in their closet at home. And those are these big differences. No no fake heads. We talked about the fake heads in the first two episodes. Where do you think the fake head is? Is that Pound oh, it's, Hollywood? It's, I think foam latex rots. Foam rubber latex. No, can't. James Cameron's got it in like a vacuum seal. He wears it at night like Leatherface. (laughs) (laughs) Walking around his house, (laughs) weeping with the third one just on the loop. Carrying around a copy of The Hurt Locker. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. That's awesome. What do you mean what? Because his ex-wife won the Oscar for it. Instead of him <laughs> winning Oscar that year is great. That was a phenomenal reference. Oh, so so we think that James Cameron walks around his house at night <laughs> with, with a foam latex Terminator head from the eighties, holding, the holding a locker. copy of the Hurt Locker. He's naked. I think he's yeah. naked too. <laughs> <laughs> Other than he's that foam head, he's reprising I, the, I like the first scene. Thinking about names of metals for Avatar Two. I like, like to think there's a lot of aquariums in his house. Yeah, there's aquariums. Oh, really? Oh, sure. Just tons there's, there's of, tons of like aquariums. Like thing where the house. whole wall is an oh, aquarium. Yeah. Like Definitely. in Romeo and Juliet. He's okay. like going up to a. He's praying to a tree and trying to plug his ponytail into <laughs> it, realizing that he don't have one. <laughs> and there's no tree. Awa, save me, Awa. <laughs> Uh, I love the way we're imagining Jim Cameron's life. <laughs> I know. It's like he has such an allowance for like mysticism and religiosity in Avatar, but and he's sponsoring all these like documentaries trying to debunk the existence of Jesus. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, hey, James Cameron, you're, you're your own guy. I can't stop you from doing whatever it is you do. <laughs> but then it's like you got these guys, these tree huggers plugging into AWA. I'm like, well, this comes from something. I mean, what do you think <laughs> this guy thinks? <laughs> what does he believe? <laughs> and I think, I think we got down to the bottom of it when we just talked about him wearing that foam head. <laughs> <laughs> Holding the hurt locker and weeping. <laughs> so there's no, f- there's no fake head and there's no I'll be back. There's no I'll, yeah. be, back. There's no I'll be back. Because it wasn't the same 
T eight hundred. Not wasn't the same Schwarzenegger. Right. We didn't get all those great catchphrases from the second one. No Asta La Vista baby. No. Nope. We didn't get I'll be back, but we got a she'll be back mm-hmm. and an I'm back. But he says that that's the other thing about Arnold that he's playing himself like a parody. Yeah. The great thing about I'll be back in the Terminator is his accent is part of it just because his voice is iconic. But it's not that like he's delivering it. It's almost like a pretty bland delivery of the line. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a threat. Yeah. Right. And we talked about the way it's like the punchline is not even the line. It's what happens afterward and then the way that it all wraps together. So then in the second one, I feel like every time since then, it's just carries such weight that he's delivering it like, I know this is the most iconic line ever, which inevitably robs from it. Yeah. Because even when he says, I'm back. You're like, okay, jeez, <laughs> calm down. You're right there. <laughs> but it was so silly when he he leaned into that vent and he looked down and said, "She'll be back." It's like, come on, why are we? Yeah, why are we doing this? Why, yeah. why do you got to lower yourself like that, Ernie? It's better than that. Yeah. So, b- well, this movie reminds me how bad a Terminator movie can be, and that concerns me for Genesis. And it also makes me wonder: Did I have the same rose-colored glasses on when I watched? Salvation, because I don't remember. I watched, I saw it in theaters, and then I I bought it right when it came out. And both times, I remember thinking, I really like this movie, and I don't understand why everyone is is pooping all over it. So I guess we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, we'll I'm find nervous. out. I watched it recently, and Salvation my changed a little bit. Uh, oh, 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 I haven't oh. seen Salvation since theaters. Oh, oh yeah, this will wow. be great. Then this will be a great. I haven't seen this since theaters. Ooh. This was my second ever viewing. It was a bummer. This was a real bummer. Yeah. I was bored. To be real, it's boring. <laughs> it's like okay, we're That's barreling boring. down the road with some semi trucks and stuff. That's cool, I guess. But <laughs> with Schwarzenegger as a wrecking ball kicking yeah. over yeah. ambulances, that was great. Yeah, and I th- my rose color, they were Arnold colored glasses when I saw it the first time. So I was like, Austrian, Man, look at Arnold go. Austrian colored glasses, <laughs> yeah. shaped Arnold colored glasses. And I was in Austria at one day uh, or a couple days of my life, and the whole time I was just thinking, man, I wonder if Arnold's been here. <laughs> in the exact spot that I was, obviously. Did everybody have accents like his? No, I was with some Americans. Uh, oh, that was a waste so of a trip. Waste of a trip. <laughs> I did order <laughs> some gelato, and I was like, let me listen to these guys and see what they sound like. They did. They brought us out some schnitzel on a sword. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. Austria sounds like a wild place. It was out of was control. <laughs> Machines <laughs> rising. Sword schnitzel. So <laughs> what does salvation play into? It's It's... The idea that they're fighting back, it's all post-apocalyptic, right? Mm-hmm. And then Genesis is us going back to the beginning and potentially starting a new franchise storyline. Yeah, line. I guess. Matt and I had to cover our ears during the... We were yeah. at the theater last night. We had to cover our ears not to see that trailer again. And I did the same for The Martian because luckily some of my friends took a bullet and told me that basically the whole movie's in the trailer. So still haven't seen it. Well, that's not relevant to this part. No, it doesn't have anything to do with anything. Right I know, I just wanted to complain again <laughs> to the studio executives that might be listening. Stop ruining movies with trailers. Well, if anyone's listening sure to us are. at this point, maybe they can. Uh, maybe it's not too late to change Terminator Genesis. Yeah, could you do some major post-production? Maybe they can fix Terminator 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go back and fix it. You know how everyone pitched a fit and like made them change Snakes on a Plane? By adding the saying phrase. stuff, yeah, yeah. the, yeah. the, the, the Samuel Jackson, yeah. So that just gives me hope. There you go. Maybe mm. we can crowd fan source some kind of change. Crowd fan source. I don't source. know the right internet words to make it good. <laughs> You're not a politician. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do they not have the internet in Great Britain? They have it, but I'm too old and fearful of it. No, I shy away. Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. Join us on Friday when we argue about who makes a better movie president. Independence Day's Bill Pullman or Air Force One's Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford! You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes or the RSS feed at youhatemovies.com and be sure to follow us on Twitter at youhatemovies.